The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, Brandon Graziano. Uh, and yes, Andrew Gross. Uh, a fiery first half hour of the uh, 630 Chad Afternoon News. There was a lot of unicorns in the break. There was, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> um, we literally got hundreds of texts. And my estimation, I've not gone through them one by one, is that they're almost... They're split, split down the middle. They're down the middle. Right. So it's interesting. Uh, I'm glad our texters are engaged, but I don't know that it would be great radio, to be perfectly honest with you, for us to sit here for 15 minutes reading every text. What but, we will do is that during the break, try to respond as much sure. as we can. But uh, there, there are a lot. So if we miss it, yeah. my apologies, or our right. apologies anyway. But uh, let's move on here. Okay, because yesterday when Brian Hall was in, you know, the... Uh, Iconic uh, sportscaster Brian. Hall. I've heard of him. Yeah, yep. there's a media center named after him at Commonwealth. Have you been in? Uh, I have. It's beautiful. It's uh, it's you know you know you know what I didn't know. No. During training camp, they actually sleep in there. That's correct. Yeah, didn't know that until I saw all the cots. You should I was follow like, uh, Morley Scott on uh, Twitter. Oh, I do follow Morley Scott See, on he, Twitter. He tweeted a picture of it. Oh, really? Yep. Okay, that I didn't see. Uh, I, I, I may have missed that then. Okay, so yesterday when the iconic uh, Brian Hall was in, and he was doing a story about Calgary uh, possibly uh, making a bid for the 2026 Winter Olympic Games, and he made mention, well, you know, maybe Edmonton could get involved in that. And I had, uh, you know, as I do when I'm talking to Halsey, just trying to think of something to say that he won't criticize me for. So I just said, <laughs> um, well, they've got a lot of facilities already or whatever, right? In Calgary. In Calgary. Yes. Um, and he said, well, they haven't maintained them. He put out there, uh, there's Canada Olympic Park, you know, the ski jump. And then and the uh, bobsled uh, track and everything. Yeah, the that's luge right. Track. The luge, yeah. Uh, then there's a, a. Now, I was in Calgary in 88 when they hosted the Olympics. So the Saddle Dome, yeah. Uh, the Olympics actually requires two NHL sized te- uh, uh, rink sized buildings. That's one of their requirements. I don't know if it was in 88, but it is now. I don't. Uh, I, I. I think they do. Like, doesn't the the training because because uh, Team Canada trains there, hmm. um, not just the hockey team. Uh, like well, there is a second about, arena there, right? Yes, that's right where the figure skating. Yes, right. Uh, we're no next to the park. I think is where the the figure skating, uh, the figure skaters, the speed about skaters. Stampede Park? No, 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 no. Like the the, oh, the winter Canada Olympic Park. Yeah, Olympic oh. Park. Uh, on the bottom, they have like a new. Uh, it's a fairly new facility, I, I believe. Okay. Uh, when you're just going on Highway One, exiting the city, you could see it. Hmm. Um, when yeah, you're going well, that's west. Canada Olympic Park. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right. So. So there is like a very big okay. rink there. So I, I think that kind of balanced that. Maybe, balanced that I, I, anyway. I don't know. So, but here's the thing, and I, I'm curious what our listeners think about this. Now, you know, um, sometimes I uh, I poke fun at the city, the council. Always. Not always, but sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of wanted to see what our listeners thought, and, and you can contribute to the conversation at, by texting us at 630-630 or phoning us at 496-0063. So in doing a little research, because Brian really got my interest up about this, and I'll just I'll just be honest, I didn't know Calgary was bidding on the 2026 Olympics. Oh, yeah. But I was there in 88, as I say, and it was fabulous. It was so, so much fun. Um, and I think the city did well by it. But... Things have changed. So the price tag, now this is an article I'm quoting from a year ago. Uh, The price tag for Calgary to host the 2026 Winter Olympics and Paralympic Games was estimated to be about $4.6 billion. (gasps) Yeah, that was according to the Calgary Bid Exploration Committee, which I'll refer to as the CBEC. Now, they told council that, um, and they said 
that the revenue the games generate would cover about half that cost. So, it, you know, they're I basically saying they're not going to make money on it. Um, and the, just a, as a frame of reference, the 2010 Winter Games in Vancouver and Whistler cost about $7.7 billion, so almost, almost twice as much. Now, Calgary's estimate was lower because the city can reuse its venues, and that's what I had said to Halsey yesterday, right? Um, but now... They've yesterday, and by the way, the deadline for making a recommendation as to whether or not the city should or should not bid on the game. October 16th. No, it was July 24th. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. Never mind. I apologize. So that's why it came up in conversation this week, because the recommendation was um, they could bid on the games, but they weren't sure if they should bid on the games. So one counselor in Calgary... And by the way, there's been studies done and surveys and whatever else they do in council to get people's opinion, meetings, whatever. And the response, according to city council, has been overwhelmingly in support of bidding for these games. So they say Calgarians want these games, uh, even if it doesn't make them money. But yesterday, one council brought up a motion saying, well, let's have a plebiscite. Like, let's be sure. Like, we can bid, but should we bid? So let's have a plebiscite. Um and it was voted down 13 to 2 uh, by council. So the guy who, you know, proposed it and one person he was able to talk into it um, voted it down. So there'll, there'll be no plebiscite. And, and the argument there being that by one councilman, uh, council member, look, that's what they elected us to do, make tough decisions. And this is a tough decision. So let's not have a plebiscite. Let's make a decision. I'm totally cool with that. So my question is, we don't. We go after stuff in Edmonton. We go after big stuff. But this is monstrous stuff. Um, Because you know that estimate of $4.6 billion. The one thing I know about that estimate is it's wrong. Well, maybe I know two things. It's wrong and it's not enough. Because it's never right and it's always not enough. So it's going to cost the city a lot. And just to put it into perspective here, the original price tag of the Toronto Pan Am games, because that's pretty recent, I think it was pegged at $2.4 billion. And it ended up being a lot more than that. I'm shocked by that news. <laughs> <laughs> you are so shocked. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, it is. $4.6 billion, That's uh, that actually seems low, I, I would find, mm-hmm. considering the past uh, Olympics that have been hosted by other countries. Yeah. $4.6 billion seems rather low. And here's the thing. Now, the reason that they've gotten themselves, they've bought themselves a little more time before they have to make a decision is the fact that the International Olympic Committee is changing the rules for bidding and the requirements for hosting. So, And those have not been finalized yet. And so, therefore, Calgary City Council and the CBEC are saying, well, let's wait for those rules to be finalized before we move forward because we you know, may or may not be able to adhere to them. Um, but making it a little more complicated is the fact that the new deadline for making a bid is right around the same time everybody's going to be trying to get reelected in Calgary. It's a, that's the October 16th that's date the October that I was 16th, giving. Right. My apologies there. Right, so that's the new deadline. Um, so I guess my question is... Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Absolutely. I th- personally, I think it's worth it. Uh, because the 2010 Vancouver Olympics, it put Canada on the map again. Mind you, no snow, barely any snow, to yeah, the point where that. they had to import snow right. from Europe. Yeah. That's how little snow there was. Calgary, I don't think, has ever had that problem. 
I mean, well, there has no, been no. They did. <laughs> yeah. They did they, back some, in '88. They yeah, did? Oh, yeah, they oh, sure okay. did. And uh, part of their, you know, the other thing too is like they say a host city, for example, Calgary. So you sort of kind of picture that everything happens in Calgary, but it didn't. Like some of the venues were up in the mountains where there was snow, but they didn't get necessarily the snow they wanted, and there was complaints about the quality of the snow up there. And I guess that's my other question: if Calgary, if Calgary does go ahead and bid, and if they are. Or, well, no, not if they are successful. If they do go ahead and bid, should we try and piggyback with them? Should we say, well, listen, Why not? we've got a great big There's arena. Been, uh, first of all, piggybacking is not a new idea. It's been done before, whether it be for Olympics, whether it be for World Cup, whether it be for any one of those big sporting events that you have. Mm-hmm. Not every city is able to support it. I guess case in point would be back in, uh, I think it was 2002, where uh, Seoul, South Korea wanted to actually uh, you know, host the FIFA World Cup. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. Asked Tokyo to help. And Tokyo was like, right. yeah, Absolutely, right? And so, so maybe and, and should it, it be same. a bid by Alberta instead Van- of Calgary? Vancouver didn't it didn't just strictly have everything in Vancouver. A lot no. of the stuff was in Whistler. Yeah, so I that's mean, right. Whistler benefited off that too, right? But there is no reason why Calgary cannot uh, ask. Edmonton for help, or Edmonton even offer Calgary help? Well, before they do, I'd like to hold my own plebiscite at 6.30, 6.30, because you know it's going to cost us money. I mean, they don't yeah, but pay to rent the venues. You pay to have the venues. So. That's fine. I, I get that. But, you know, the benefit from, number one, tourism, tourism would be huge, because now all of a sudden you're not just getting people to come in for the games to compete. You get that tourism, but you get everyone else from that country that's following them along. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be from the States or even uh, across Canada, too. You know, people want to watch their hometown heroes compete. You know, sure. their families or their, or, or, you know... Well, and Canadian-hosted Olympics are always the best, because you have the most number of Canadians in the Olympics, and they're most familiar with the venues, and we probably do better than most years when they are in... So it's going to be exciting. Well, they set a record in Vancouver for gold medals. I mean, it's going to be exciting, or it will be if potentially it's exciting if they were able to get the bid. Well, it's exciting to even talk about it. I know. The fact that Calgary's on the table for this. So that's my three questions. Do you think Calgary should be bidding on this? Do you think Edmonton should piggyback with it? Yes. Or do you think um, the Olympics are not what they used to be and are not worth the price tag that goes with them. I think there's been a lot of controversy surrounding the Olympics, um, especially with the last Winter Olympics in Sochi, uh, considering the conditions. And uh, I guess we're hearing about what's happening with Qatar, with the FIFA World Cup as well. And we already saw what happened in Brazil. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. how those things are completely abandoned and they've... You know, but the difference is that in Brazil, and I'll just take Brazil for example, or I could even take Sochi as well, is that they had to build everything before they could actually, yeah, tell you, like you know, say Isn't that. Isn't okay, the story this is- these days every time somebody hosts an Olympics that they're not going to be finished on time, that they're over budget, and that the quality of the venues is not what it's supposed to be? Like that. That it seems, seems that way, be- at least from the sports reporters that right. I've seen. Whereas in Calgary, we it's already there. And they have the Olympic Oval too. I forgot about that for the uh, speed skating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything is there. Yeah, that that you need. And if well, I don't you... know that everything's there. I think they said that they had to build another uh, two point four billion dollars. 
of yeah. what? That's like that's half the price tag. What are you? What are you going to do for two point four billion dollars? They need they need in refurbishing. Could be in refurbishing. Could be in new uh, facilities. I don't know. Um, because but, yeah. like I can understand refurbishing that you that you know that you need to update the track or you need to update yeah, the ranks absolutely. or you need to update you know whatever for even even seating arrangements or even just cleaning up the city. Yeah. Right. You the, know. The only one price tag that actually went down, if you can believe this, uh, in their estimates, was security. And the reason it went down is because earlier estimations or earlier costs, say 1988, for example, or Vancouver, using that as an example or, or a benchmark, that the technology exists to provide much better security without as much equipment and manpower. So that was the one item, but it didn't go down enough, you know, to make a huge a huge on impact the, on the overall price. But but yeah, they say 2.4 billion dollars more needed to be invested as a minimum. Uh, to get them up and running. Uh, Adam wants to talk to us, but we need to take a break. So let's do that right now, then we'll get to Adam. All right, I pushed our brakes up a little bit, but I wanted to leave time for Adam. Hey, Adam, uh, you want to talk about the Olympics? How's it going, guys? Good, good, thank you. How's good. it going with you? Hey, uh, my first thought was hosting the Olympics is kind of like uh, hosting Christmas dinner for your in-laws. Like, you don't mind going and you enjoy it once you're there, but you don't want it at your house. <laughs> It'll be messy after, yeah. right? You don't want to be left doing the dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. but in all reality, I, I just think it's become such a big, bloated um, waste of money in a lot of cases. I don't know why any city, especially in Canada, and especially in Alberta, given our economic climate, we would even touch it. I mean, uh, my first question is, is Calgary expecting the province and the feds to kick in money? For sure. Uh, there, there's grant streams for from both levels of government uh, to host an event of that size. So definitely, yes, they are in, expected them to kick in. So in, in that perspective, yeah, I'm not I'm not for it. I live outside, just outside of Edmonton. Secondly, I, you know, as a provincial taxpayer, uh, if I live in Grand Prairie or Medicine Hat or Lidminster or wherever, what economic advantage am I going to see? Mm-hmm. My tax dollars wasted. And third, I, I just think like, you know what? <laughs> Given our climate, we're considering taking a $2 billion loss at the low end. Why don't we just uh, repeat that in property tax over the next 10 years? I hear you. So, I know. And normally I'm the guy who would argue against this, uh, would argue with you about this. But yep. but I'm on side with you on this particular one. I just don't think the Olympics are what they used to be, and I don't think the host city benefits the way they used to benefit. And I think as far as spectators go, if you've been to a recent Olympics, the guys in that city have a heck of a time trying to even get tickets to the events. That's the thing. I I mean, when they were in Vancouver, I was I was a little bit younger, but you know, I wouldn't have even considered it the, the cost of going. You know, probably cost you eight hundred dollars a night for a hotel room, like. Mm. I'll get up in the morning and middle of the night and watch them in Russia or something. <laughs> yeah. Not not my cup of tea. I appreciate the phone call, Adam. Thanks very much for that. Have a great afternoon. Okay. You too. All right. Yeah, I suspect... it's Well, I, I was going to say, I suspect a lot of people feel that way. But as I say, all indications are from City Council in Calgary that their information is that the majority of Calgarians want the city to do this, that they're in favor of bringing the Olympics back. And maybe for Calgarians, there's a lot of them who remember the 88 Olympics and how great it was. They kind of want it back. And they want to live it again. See, I, uh, for me, I think that it would bring a lot of tourism money and a tourism revenue. And that's not just for the city of Calgary, but that would be for the whole province. So the province would be benefiting from it. So, you know, guys in Grand Prairie or, you know, in Red Deer or Lethbridge or wherever you're going to be, they would be able to benefit from 
from it because if it is going to be funded not just by Calgary, but it is going to be funded by federally and provincially, yeah, we are going to see that benefit in tourism. And not everybody can stay in Calgary. Right, you have to go to. There's, sure. there's probably not going to be hotels available in Calgary. That's probably going to be reserved for the athletes. So now you got to, you know, uh, help out places like Airdrie, you know, or Balzac or anywhere on the way. But you know what, Brandon? The other thing though is we're talking about a 2026 Olympics, and I just I have a problem with. Um, saying that, well, that's 2026's problem as to how we pay for it. Like, that's like saying, well, that's next two, that's Andrew, you know, future Andrew's problem. That's the, right? uh, that's the millennials' problem. Right. Because if you went it. back 10 years and said, what do you think the economy will look like 10 years from now? I don't think anyone would have predicted where we are right now. All right. We'll take one more break and set up the next hour for you. Got a minute and a half till we throw to Eileen Bell in the newsroom with your news headlines. A thought in the next hour, at least uh, some part of it, a small part of it probably, that I might uh, pose a question to our listeners and to you, Brandon Graziano. Oh, what is that, Andrew Gross? Uh, during the break, though, it would give uh, our listeners an opportunity to text us at 6.30, 6.30. So we had a few of the answers ready to go when we came back after three. Read this article last night. Uh, Microsoft, you know, uh, that computer company? Yep. Uh, they're killing off paint hold on a second not anymore what do you mean i'm serious uh they uh they because of all of the The backlash the 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 backlash the support they've actually brought it back as of maybe noon today well you might have wanted to mention that well i'm sorry it was on the lineup i didn't know that you were wanted to talking about that like you that you really wanted to but they actually did bring it back producer of the year over here (laughs) oh i wasn't sure the question still stands so, and that actually even makes it better because Microsoft says we're getting rid of a program that basically I don't think anyone uses that After isn't 32 years. Yeah, that yeah. isn't as good as other programs that you could download for free. And there's enough backlash that they bring it back. So, my question is framed differently now is there anything, whether it be of the fries at Kentucky Fried Chicken or um, drive-ins or anything, just anything that you can think of over the last, over your lifetime that you wish there would be enough backlash to bring back that you miss. Like maybe it is a computer program or a site like ICQ. Remember that? Or I do remember MySpace ICQ. or, you VCR. know. VCR. VCR, yeah. I can't even, pl- I've got all kinds of VHS tapes I can't play anymore. Just text us 63630 uh, maybe we can start some backlash for you. Maybe we can... Maybe we can start a campaign. We'll start possibly. One of those, not GoFundMe, what's the one that we're looking at? Change.org. Change.org. We'll, we'll, try, we'll start a Change.org one So what change would you like to see? And it could be no matter how small and insignificant, as long as it's important to you, we want to hear about it. Text us at 630-630 or after 3, call us at 496-0063. The 630-CHAD Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.